Francis, Alexander Graham Bell founded AT&T back in 1877, and they spent about 75 years rolling out uh, all the lines, and they really had a regulated monopoly, but that world is about to crash. What uh, is going to be next? It's so interesting what's happening in this world of telecommunications because we've suddenly evolved from the old wireline network, which we've known for you know a century and a half, to cellular, which has been around now for at least a quarter century, maybe longer. And the latest thing is called 5G for fifth generation. And interestingly, the way this works is one cell tower for every roughly 26 houses. Uh, it would be uh, dense, more dense if you had apartments and so on, but basically one cell for every 26 homes. And all that stuff has to be connected, probably with fiber, the cost of doing that is absolutely staggering. You're talking about, in the United States, millions of these cells and all of the stuff that has to be put in place to connect them, power them, and all the rest. Now, it turns out that that regulated monopoly phase that went on for so long allowed the carriers to get regulated rates of return. So they got a mandatory rate of return and in return for making sure everyone got a phone. Mm -hmm. This meant that they could tolerate staggering loads of debt. So they loaded up, century and a half, loading up on debt. You take Verizon. Verizon now has a debt equity ratio of 4.8. That's eye-watering. And uh, AT&T has a debt equity ratio of 2.1. They're not sustainable under any circumstance. Worse, way worse, if you look at their ratios of property, plant, and equipment to revenues, Verizon's is 70.3, um, AT&T's is 78. Now let's compare that with Netflix at 2.7. Well, who's going to win this battle? Uh, these folks are floating into this world with a monster expense on the one side to preserve their business of connecting you and I. And on the other, they're having to deal with these phenomenally powerful new companies like Netflix and all the fangs for that matter who have a completely different set of needs, requirements, technologies, and so on. There's only one possible way out of this, and that is breakup. I think we are seeing the imminent breakup of all the world's common carriers, GE style. That's going to be a field day for investment bankers. People like Goldman Sachs are going to love this. This is this is real money, and it's all over the world. So it's going to be a big deal. Yeah, as you point out, there really doesn't seem to be other another way out of this other than breakup. How do you see this transpiring? This is a very complicated question. The process actually started about a quarter century ago, and I was an early-stage investor in one of the key players here, uh, a tower company, a cell tower company. What happened then was the CFOs of all these carriers, when confronted with the cost of building the standard cellular network that we see with you know one tower every so many square miles, went to their boards and said, look, our debt equity ratios and property plant and equipment to revenue ratios are so high, we cannot possibly do this. So step one uh, in the days of the towers uh, when they were built was to share the asset. So if you take an American tower or Crown Castle and you look at the towers as you're driving by or walking by or whatever, you will notice four or five sets of antenna 
on the tower, kind of like floors in an office mm -hmm. tower. And indeed, these companies are structured just like real estate operators. And instead of renting floors, they rent antenna space. And for tax purposes in the United States especially, they are structured as real estate investment trusts, very tax efficient. And they run on a real estate model, and they're not owned by the telephone companies. Now, if we look at the big data center operators like Equinix, they run the same way. They're shared assets. They're not wholly owned, whole managed by, say, Google. That's not how they operate. So the next step is a lot of the fiber that connects the towers is also shared. People like Zeo are structured also like a REIT. And so you might get four or five different companies renting space on the fiber. So the dissolution, if you like, began a long time ago, but there's still all that junk in the streets, all the wires, the cables, the switching centers, which today it looks like a big recycling project because there are innovators out there. There are innovators out there who have understood that once you connect the Moore curve and the memory density curve to the simple ability to attach a device of your own to the network, it means that at some point or other, you create in your own home or office a virtual cell tower, a virtual data center, and guess what? You can power this with blockchain so you can make money. Now today, we all pay money to the phone company, the cable company every month, so we can have a phone, a TV, or whatever. This new technology says, no, no, no. All of these things will be meshed together. They're small cell, but they have the capital efficiency of Wi-Fi. They're not costly. They don't cost the phone company. They don't cost the taxpayer. They don't cost anybody. And the people who buy them make money. Well, this eliminates the revenues that the phone companies and cable companies make every month and on which they live. Now, you combine that problem with this crushing debt load and you have a monster, monster deleveraging crisis, a restructuring problem that's going to rip through the world. And there's nothing anyone can do about it. This is just the more memory density curve and reality. And um, it's just the numbers. So it's going to be a big deal. Now, to your point about how it will happen, this is difficult. How will these things be broken up? And I think it's very hard to say how and why. So what we are going to do, we're going to have a Future Creators Annual Meeting coming mm. up during the year. And we are going to do a simulation. And the simulation will be, for all the members, how to break up Verizon. Mm. So let's break up Verizon so we can understand what might happen. We'll break into teams, and the teams will all be experts in the business, and they'll be able to look at Verizon's annual reports and data, and we'll do a presentation to the group on cloud membrane interaction and all those key things in the future creator structure. And we'll let them figure it out. How do you break up Verizon? And then let's look at AT&T and go on around the world to all these carriers because this is the model. However these companies are broken up, that'll be standard. That's the way it's all going to work out. So that's what we're going to do to answer that question. To find out more about the upcoming Future Creators Conference and to check out more on Telecom, visit us at future-creators.com. Thanks, Francis. Hey, thanks, Robert. So you're ready to ask the biggest question of your life, the only question before that question. 
how do you find the perfect ring to ask it with? With the incredible selection of diamonds at Jared and our price match guarantee, you can dare to stop searching and find the perfect diamond at a price you'll love. Visit your local Jared store today and dare to be devoted. We promise to match any price on a like loose certified diamond of the same quality from any other jewelry retailer. See jared.com slash price match for details.